You're listening to Trucking Questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. This is the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. You can ask questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, tax, technology, or anything else about the business of trucking. Here we go. Let's head on down the audio road. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. If you've got questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority, whatever it might be, financial planning, retirement accounts, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll do my best to get you an answer. That's what we do here. We also do a lot of that at our website, so check that out. Again, it's letstruck.com. Real quick, the recording schedule. We are going to stop sending out text messages at some point. It's very expensive to send out the text message. And we were doing it in the beginning to get everybody used to the schedule. But what I'd love to have you do is write the recording schedule down and put a reminder in your phone. So it pops up and says, hey, 15 minutes, we're going to be recording. Here's the number. Nice and simple. And I can promise you, if you get through on the recorded hours, you have a much better chance of getting through and asking a question than you do on the live show. On the live show, we hear people tell us all the time they've been trying for months to get through. That doesn't happen on the recorded show. You have a much better chance. So the schedule is Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday afternoons at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And all you have to do to join us is just dial a phone number. That's it. And you can sit and listen Or at any time, if you want, you can jump in and ask a question and be a part of the conversation. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday afternoons, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And the number to call, it's always the same, 347-884-8327. 347-884-8327. So if you didn't get a chance to write any of that down or if you forget it or whatever, if you lose it, Go to the website, letstruck.com. The schedule and the phone number is right there on the homepage. You can't miss it. And it's December. We are talking about what you should be doing for the year end. I'm putting together a tax show special we'll be doing uh, sometime in January. But for now, the most important thing you can do for taxes right now is get your accounting up to date. Because right now, the year is about to end, and if you don't have a a full-blown bookkeeping system with reports, you really don't know where you are for taxes. You don't know where you are for your business. You don't know how profitable you are. You've got to know those things. And you need to get a good idea before the year is over with because there's still some things you could do once you know your numbers, if it's been a great year, we can accelerate some purchases into the into from the first quarter into this fourth quarter and get the tax deduction this year. If uh, there's just a, a lot of things we can do, but we've got to know the numbers. So get your numbers together. Now, again, we offer just a killer year end special to get this done for you. As a matter of fact, you can get your whole year's worth of accounting caught up for just $25. That's insane. But 
we know that once you get on the system, you'll love it and you'll stay. It's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for you. We give you virtually a year almost free. And it's a win for us because you will stay as a subscriber. People do because they love the program. So we like that kind of win-win trade-off. So what happens is for $25, you join our startup program right now. We will go back as far back in this year as you want, all the way to January if you want. We'll set up your accounting and do the first month for you. Then we'll show you how to do it. We'll train you. We'll help you. We'll be right there with you every step of the way. And we'll open up the program so you can do the rest of the year at no additional charge. $25. You'll have 12 monthly reports showing you exactly what your business is doing. And you'll have a one-page report that you can either print and hand to your accountant or email it right from our program for your taxes for the business and you're done. Simple as that. This is how you take the business to the next level. And, and speaking of the next level, one of the things that I've been asked a lot, I, I, since the very first year that I created the CMC program, is I've been asked, when will you create the advanced program? And as soon as I heard it, it sounds like a great idea. In fact, I'd love that. I, I'd love to work with people at the next level. The people who have been through the CMC, they got the business down solid. They want to go to the next level. And I've been trying for years to create the next level, and I can't. And I, I went and looked at a lot of other industries, and I understand why. You, the next level in, in almost everything, now, clearly, there are some exceptions, but the next level is very, very difficult to teach. The basics are, are pretty straightforward and simple. The next level gets more difficult because businesses start to diverge after they've accomplished the basics. Everybody looks at doing something a little different, and, and it's hard to teach what that's going to be. I, I've found that most good businesses learn the basics and then develop their own next level, whatever that is. The other thing I've learned is, you know what? If you never learn anything advanced in any area, if we're talking about business, if we're talking about health and fitness, if we're talking about money and investing, in those areas, if you never learn anything advanced, if you just learn the basics, but you stick to them and you hammer out the basics day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, if you never move beyond the basics, you'll still be more successful than about 90% of the people in any industry or, or any endeavor. Really, all we need are the basics. You know, I, I don't need any advanced strategies for investing money. All I need to do, know the basics and just do it. Do the work, be consistent, do it over and over and over. Now, if you were to do that, and let's stick with investing for a minute. If you were to learn the basics of financial planning and investment, and by the way, I'm getting ready to do a, a show on that as well. Uh, if you were to learn the basics, and then you just stuck to that and you did that over and over and over. You would be very successful. Along the way, you will develop some strategies that might seem more advanced. 
It's very difficult to teach those kind of things, though, again, because people tend to move off in their own direction after they've mastered the basics. But again, in fitness and health, if you just understand the basics of nutrition and fitness, you've got it licked. You don't need anything advanced to be very successful in that area. Business, for the most part, being an owner-operator, let's think about it. What does it take to be a successful owner-operator? I talk about it all the time. First off, have a plan. And there's lots of plans because there's a million ways to make money with the truck. But have a plan so you know what you're doing. Second, know your numbers. You've got to know the numbers. I talk about that all the time. Third, keep learning. Four, build good relationships. Four steps, all very simple and easy to understand. If you did those things and you just kept tweaking that business with one truck until we look at the numbers and we get that truck very profitable, we've got good revenue, we've cut the expenses down, we've got a good plan, and the truck is profitable. Now, what's the advanced version of this? Buy another truck and repeat it and then buy a third truck and repeat it if that's what you want to do. If you want to advance and own a fleet, learn how to run one truck really profitably and then repeat it. What's so difficult or advanced about that? You could repeat it a thousand times and you'd have a very large successful fleet. Sure, there are some new things you're going to have to learn along the way. You're going to have to learn how to hire employees. Uh, You're going to have to learn how to manage employees. You're going to have to learn how to fire employees. You're going to have to learn how to manage bigger projects. But again, those things are kind of difficult to teach in a program. Now, certainly some of them can be taught. Uh, For example, hiring employees, there's a lot of tricks and tips and things you can get there. But for the most part, you're going to take the basics of running that business and you're going to keep repeating them over and over and over. That's the hard work. There really, we don't need to complicate any of this stuff. There really doesn't need to be an advanced program. The, the CMC this year will have more advanced sessions to it, but we'll also have a lot of people who are there just getting started. We all need to learn the same things. We need to learn the basics. We need to have a plan. We need to know our numbers. We need to keep learning. We need to build relationships. And that's really the core and the foundation for any successful business. We'll be right back. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We're going to head off to the phones. We're going to start off today in California. Jeff, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for getting the call. I've got a question about uh, per diem. I was a company driver for half a year, and uh, now I'm an owner-operator. And I was wondering if there's any way I could uh, charge the uh, company, you know, six months I was a company driver per diem as my expense on an owner-operator. I'm not sure I understand the question. Say that again. So, you know, uh, the, uh, my understanding is that as an owner-operator, the, uh, the per diem allotment, you don't pay uh, FICA on. And so I was wondering if the six months as a company driver, I could, you know, kind of charge those six months or add those days to no. my total amount and no, you, off my business. No, you can't. Um, and it's true that the per diem does reduce Social Security. It also reduces income tax. It reduces everything on the business because it's a it's a deduction from uh, the total revenue. So you don't pay Social Security, Medicare, income tax, nothing. Now, but the way this has to happen is when you're a company driver, an employee driver, and you either receive per diem or you're going to deduct it, that happens on the Schedule A of the tax return. That will reduce income tax, but it won't reduce Social Security and Medicare because during that time when you were an employee, you were only paying half of your Social Security and Medicare anyway. The employer was paying the other half. So you have to report your per diem as a company driver on Schedule A, Form 2106, and then once you become an owner-operator, then those days get reported on the Schedule C and are deducted from the business income. I was kind of afraid of that, but it uh, makes sense. Yeah, and nice, nice have, try. Uh, I just have uh, two, uh, I guess, reviews for you know some of your business partner, uh, Chad in Alignment Solutions in Kansas City. He was great to work with. Excellent. And then uh, Colwood Manufacturing, they've been terrible. I've been, you know, about three weeks been trying to get a signature trailer, and I finally given up and decided to go somewhere else. But you know, hope you don't continue that relationship. Yeah, it, it's not so much that the problem isn't in the relationship. And I do appreciate the feedback. Uh, the, the problem is what's happened with orders right now on trucks and trailers. They've kind of gone nuts. And, um, you know, our, our partner on the signature trailer, Conway Manufacturing, great company. They have been an excellent partner for us from the word go, really. They have. Uh, but we knew that there, if if there were a, a capacity crunch and they had to manufacture things, they have huge contracts with companies. They've got to provide those trailers. If we had orders in place, we, we made sure they got done, but we had to kind of hold off on getting new trailers ordered because of uh, the ability to get them built. Let's, uh, let's go to Texas. Melissa, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, Kevin, I have a question that that goes at the end of the year uh, also for taxes. Um, now that I have my own authority, I d I'm not going to be getting like 1099. And I'm wondering, um, how do I, you know, report my earnings? Got it. And, okay. You know, and th this is a good question because this really screws up a lot of owner-operators who from the first day they were ever in business, they were always leased to a carrier, 
and they were used to just getting that 1099 in the mail. So they got, and again, I've said this so many times, there are so few owner operators with a good accounting program. So if they're leased to a carrier, they wait until they get their 1099. They say, oh, that's how much I earned. Most of them never even check to make sure it's right. That's a whole nother issue. And then they have a bunch of receipts. They wait till the end of the year. They add them up. They do a tax return. It's a horrible system. Now, they go get their own authority, and they still don't have a bookkeeping system. And at the end of the year, they have no idea how much they made, and there are no 1099s coming. Some brokers may issue 1099s. They might not. So you can't depend on other people to do your bookkeeping for you, other companies to issue these documents. There's a good chance they're not going to. So you've got to have a system that records your income as you receive it, so that at the end of the year, you know exactly how much you made because the IRS says that's your responsibility. It's not anybody else's responsibility to to give you a document to show you how much you made. As a business, you need a bookkeeping system that, that records those transactions as they happen. And at the end of the year, you know how much you made. Kevin? Yes. Uh, okay. I understand that. I, I kept the records of like... Uh, what I made, but okay. what is it that I really made? I guess I kept the records of what, like uh, line haul. That's a gross amount that I contracted on the, like you know your um, when you get your um, you know the from the broker that that the certificate of freight right or right. rate confirmation. So it, that's my gross number, okay. and after that. I add all those as a gross number, and then I subtract all the expenses, whatever they are. Correct. So, so that's 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 ten ninety nine. Just adding all those numbers, right? Yep. You would take all of the revenue every time a broker, a shipper, anybody paid you money. You would take all that money, add it all up. That's your revenue. That's the revenue for the year. So, and then you start to deduct all the expenses, and then at the end, that's what we pay tax on what's left over. Okay, I got it. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. And again, that, that is a, that's a really good question. We need to talk about that more often because we did see a lot of owner-operators get their authority this year. And we've been a part of that. We've been encouraging people to do it. I think it's a good time. But you absolutely have to get an accounting system in place. You're a business. You've got to record income and expenses as they happen. It, it's a, it is a big problem when people go get their own authority and they don't track their income. Let's go to Mississippi. Jeff, welcome to the program. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, you're probably looking at my oil sample there, and it's got a. Uh, hopefully, I got a year before I can do an in frame on this thing. Uh, um, let's take a look. Looking at the history of water. Yeah, so it looks like we've had some problems with coolant, and it looks like we've still got some problems with coolant. Have we figured out yeah, and the, what it is? What we figured out is, is by the time I fix it, I might as well just done an in frame. Got it. Okay. That's basically what I'm being told. Okay. And I, and I told Lisa I kind of got a bone to pick with you because I, I wish somebody would have gave me uh, some advice to start saving up aggressively when we first seen the water, when we first noticed the problem. But 
think that's good advice to give out to people like that. But. Well, you know, I, I the advice we give is you, you should be saving aggressively all the time. I mean, we should have cash flow to run That's the business. That's true. Um, it, and the thing is, sometimes that water shows up, and it's nothing more than an EGR valve and, and on an emission truck. That, um, that's what I was was wondering. I, and they're telling me they're, that the only way to check the EGR valve is to, to pull it off, and if I got white smoke, and they're saying, oh, that's too expensive. You don't want to do that. So. Uh, I don't, I mean, we, we've had lots of trucks where they identified the water leak as an EGR valve and replace it and the problem's gone. It's not that big of a deal, really. Well, uh, EGR cooler. I'm just dealing with the wrong shop. Yeah, and... could be. Um, the, here's the good news. Um, it's not causing any real damage. I mean, your wear metals yeah. are nice and low. Uh, it's really not causing any problems right now. What is your oil consumption like on this truck? Right now, it's really, it's almost zero. Uh, I've been, I did switch over to the 1030, the Dello. Okay. And and I think I probably will use the gallon of that within, you know, 15,000 miles. Oh, that's nothing, though, especially but, with the 30 oil. No, that's oil. nothing. Right. And, and, well, you know what I think I would so, do? I would just keep running this truck for right now. I mean, it, it, do we? So they didn't want to do, I'm a little confused. They didn't test the EGR uh, system, so they don't know if that's where the leak is. Why do they think the leak is so expensive to fix? Where do they think it is? Well, he's telling me it's either a liner or a head gasket or a cracked head. And well, in order to do that, they're going to have to pull the pan or... Those, those three are possibilities, but... You know, if we have an EGR system leak, that's a much easier fix. Have where are you? Uh, who are you dealing with on this? What shop? It's a Freightliner in uh, Twin Falls, Idaho. Yeah, this is exactly why I tell people: don't take mm. engine problems to a truck dealer. You know, the the, yeah. the, the the if we just think about it, you go to a typical Freightliner dealer, and this isn't to bash Freightliner dealers, but it's just the way the model works. The mechanic in there gets assigned a job, and today he's got to work on air conditioning. And when he finishes the air conditioning, he's got to track down an electrical problem. Then they send him over to change a couple tires and align a truck. Then he's got uh, to replace a couple mirrors. Then he's got, you know, a, a DEF problem he's got to try to troubleshoot. They're all over the board. If I go to a Detroit engine shop, the guy that puts his hands on the truck, all he ever does is work on engines all day long. They're, yeah. they're just much better at it. I, I would just keep running this okay. thing. I don't see a huge problem right now. Keep doing your oil samples, and, and I would get it into a Detroit garage and see what they can help you with. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. 
I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. If you need any help from us here, if you want to know more about our year-end accounting special, you, you got to get on board with that, really. Just do it. Don't put it off anymore. You know you've been putting it off. You know that you need a, a bookkeeping system to run a business, and we have the best bookkeeping system on the planet for owner-operators, hands down. Not only do we have the best system, we have the best help, we have the best training. I, yeah, I'm a little partial, but it, it really is. We've worked hard to make that system is, is the, to be the best possible system going. If you need help with that or anything else, give us a call. It's 855-800-FUEL, 855-800-3835. We're going to get back to the phones. We're off to South Carolina. Jason, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing? Good. What can I help you with today? I have a comment and a question. Um, this weekend, you had somebody on that uh, replaced transmission, and I didn't catch the whole call. It, he put in a 15-speed, and you guys are trying to figure out the rear-end ratios. Um, I was doing some research a while back into transmissions for direct drives and single overdrives, thinking about changing my transmission, and most 15-speed transmissions are either direct drive or single overdrive. And he said he has an RTO 15, so he probably had a 0.84 rear-end ratio. Yeah, it, it turned out to be a really odd combination, but and that's what was throwing me off. It was a uh, single overdrive, and that's why we were having such a hard time calculating it. You know, as long as you have all the factors except one, you can calculate any of the others. But if you're not sure about one of them, then you just never know. Right. And on to my question. Last night, I started uh, my taxes for the year. I signed into uh, TurboTax.com, uh, and I started putting in, you know, my profile information, the basic information that I already know. And um, one month this year, I was a sole proprietor, and the rest of the year, I was a uh, S-Corp. And all my all my numbers are in profit gauges. It is. I was wondering if there's an easy way to get a tax report for the one month I was a sole proprietor and uh, the 11 months that I wasn't. I was an escort. Uh, let me think. It's been a while. I haven't been in on the tax report. Can't we just choose the month? I know on a like a business report, you can choose each month and each year. So you should be able to go in and just, <clears throat> excuse me, just choose the tax report for a month, print it out, and then go back in and choose it for the other eleven months and print it out again. Okay, I wasn't sure if you could choose it for the month, uh, yeah, or not. Yep. Uh, I was just thinking it, that it was for the entire twelve months. No, we should be able to to set a date range on a tax report just like we can on any other report. Okay. And I have to have the corporate tax return finished before I do my personal tax return. Is that correct? Well, the corporate is actually due March 15th, not April 15th. And right. that's, that's the reason corporations have to get their tax returns out by March 15th because the corporation then issues the K-1, the document, to you as an individual so you can do your personal. So corporate returns are due on March 15th. 
All right, that, that's what I needed to know. I, I just wanted to start this process early. This is the first year I'm doing my own taxes. And Excellent. Now that, that I want to make sure I get it done right. Yeah, that is, that is great that you're doing it this early. No pressure. You'll have lots of time. You'll learn through the process. Uh, congratulations on doing the hard work. Let's, uh, let's go to Medicine Hat. Chris, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. How are you today? Doing good. What's on your mind? Uh, I bought a truck here a few months ago. Uh, it's been sitting in my shop. I just got it on the road here, uh, last week. It's something that you're partial to. Uh, it's got a little bit of an oddball driveline spec to it. It's a 99 K100 E Aerodyne. Oh yeah. Nice truck. Uh, I love those. It is a nice truck. I like this. I've always wanted one of these and I finally got one. Uh, it's got a 03 pre-EGR 14 liter. Wow. Uh, it, the truck started with a 12.7, and uh, that engine self-destructed, so they put this one in at uh, considerable excessive expense. I'll bet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'll bet. It's got an 18-speed, an 18-speed tranny, and are you ready for this? It's got 433 gears. With two-speed rear ends. Wow. Uh, this truck was built as a as a heavy haul truck. Okay, so um, what's the other? What's the other ratio? Six twenty-nine. Oh, four thirty-three and six twenty-nine. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was I hoping. I'm, I'm. I'm thinking that's. I'm thinking that's an indication of why the original engine probably self-destructed. Wow. Uh, Holy cow. It's got eleven. 11225 rubber uh and at 57 miles an hour which i normally like to cruise at it's turning over at just a shade over 1700 yeah yeah wow so, uh, i i know that the the gear ratio has got to be changed i'm very seriously considering converting this to a six by two um i have a i have a lead on a on a lift axle um, that I can get for about 900 bucks, which I think is a steal. Yeah, it is. And that's a complete setup controller. Oh everything. yeah. That, that's a great um, price. Yeah. This truck had, uh, I, right now I'm driving it this week without the charge air cooler in it. I, I custom fabricated a four inch pipe to bypass it because the coolers for these trucks are non-existent obsolete part through everybody not even Duralite has them wow. doesn't have them nobody does oh that's so i've got to get yeah i've got to get this one fixed because it had excessive cracks all over it i don't know what you know there th- I, there but, are enough custom radiator manufacturers you would think somebody could just build you a new one well you would think so but everybody that i talk to I uh, said that I would have to send this one in for a recore. So I'm going to do that with Duralite because okay. they're, um, they're based in Calgary, which is only three hours down the road from me. Yeah, great company as uh, well. But Yeah, I like the Duralite coolers. Um, anyways, I've uh, been running this truck this week with just basically the coolers bypassed. I've just got a pipe going from the turbo to the intake. Um my exhaust temperature is not getting hot 
Uh, you know, it seems to be running okay, but it has not changed my fuel mileage. Uh, previously, on my boost gauge, I was getting about 23 pounds with that extremely annoying loud hiss. Um, and so now that I've put the pipe in, I can make about 33 pounds of boost. But my fuel mileage is still right around that 4.7, 4.8. Yeah, and the biggest reason you didn't see a change is because the charger cooler was in such bad shape anyway that it really wasn't doing anything. Yeah. So you, that's right. And yeah. Now, so, now I'm pumping hot air back into the system. Yeah. And there was so, a time so I, uh, I, and, and a lot of people don't know this, that we haven't always had charger coolers. I mean, that that's a fairly so I, I, new phenomenon in the industry. Just a couple decades, really. Yeah. Yeah. From about the mid eighties on up is when they started with those. Um, but, uh, my question is, Oh, another thing too, this truck, it's got, it's got junk tires all the way around it. Uh, it's got recaps, uh, Bridgestone 7-Eleven casings with recaps. And I, I haven't even looked at the rolling resistance on those, but I know they're horrible. Uh, the 7-Eleven uh, actually good is... Good is it, steer tires. Yeah, the 7-Eleven isn't bad, but they're recaps, so we'd have to go through which casings, which caps. It, it, it And we may never even know, so we yeah. probably can't trust them. So, yeah, you've got at least... That's right a half mile per gallon or more just in tires alone. You probably have a half mile per gallon in that charger cooler. So, you know, between tires and the charger cooler record, you're going to be up much closer to six, which is going to be a huge improvement. Okay. Now, the interesting thing okay. is uh, on this rear end, I, I would, I would want to find out what gears are available. What could we convert this to? Could we get two totally different ratios? I don't know. I, I would have to do some thinking and playing around. Once they told me what was available for that rear end, I'd have to play around with some ideas on, on what ratios would work best. But I'm not sure what's available, and I'm not sure of the cost. So if you could find that out, if you're thinking about re-gearing it, obviously you need to. Uh, if you could find out what gears are available for that current rear end, that two-speed, and the cost of replacing them, then we could determine whether that makes sense or whether it makes more sense just to yank that out and put in uh, a new rear axle. We'll be right back with more stuff. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get back to some phone calls. Let's go to Illinois. Joe, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Uh, my tax accountant is telling me that for this year, we can only depreciate $25,000 in equipment purchases. 
uh, hold hold on hold, hold on a second because if that's true i missed something i thought that they extended the higher amount so i'm i'm not going to be able to answer that question till i go do some research cuz i may have missed that i've been watching it the the rules on the section 179 have a crazy history and I'm going to get a little political here because I want business owners to understand the difference. You can go back and verify this yourself. Every time the Democrats are in control and they can write the rules, they cut our Section 179 deduction back to nothing. At what, I can remember one year they cut it back to $6,000. That was the Democrats. When the Republicans are in control, they do everything they can to raise the limits on the Section 179 deduction. And for the last several years, we've been over 200000 We've been able to write off just about anything you could think of to buy, get to deduct it all in one year. The, there was a, a phase-out, and it was supposed to go back to 25000 The Democrats wanted that written in. But I thought that it had gotten extended. Now, I haven't heard anywhere, and I watch a lot of newsletters and that kind of stuff. I haven't heard that we're back to the 25000 But since your accountant said that, I'm not even going to attempt to answer this until I go do the research. Because it could have changed, and I just missed it. All right. Well, regardless of if it's changed or not, I've already bought one new trailer and truck this year. Okay. And I need a second one, a, a second trailer. Okay. Uh, if it hasn't changed, if it's at the 25000 would you recommend me holding off to the first of the year? I've already put a deposit of $1,000 down on a, a brand-new trailer but have not picked it up yet. Okay. Uh, can I just wait to the first of the year, or you, would you, you just say, just go ahead and pick it up this year yet? You can wait. The deposit doesn't change anything because you could wait till January 1st to actually complete the sale. Uh, a lot of it would just depend on your numbers. You know, for example, if if I were having just a killer year in business and I needed every write-off I could get, then, yeah, I might just have to take it this year even though you wouldn't get the full advantage of it. But if I don't really need the deduction and there's a chance I'm going to need it more next year, then I'll move it into next year. So, again, it, it's one of those questions that really depends on the numbers. I got you. Now, it, like you right. said, if the rule hasn't changed, if we still have that $200,000 plus, then, yeah, go ahead and buy it this year, take it all, and be done with it. But so it, And I wish I had that answer for you, but like I said, I, I was following that, and I hadn't seen any change, but I'm going to have to go back and, and look that up again. Okay. Now, and, and you, are, you, very much. you are specifically talking about the 2014 tax year, correct? That's correct. Okay. All right, let me um, let me go do some research on that, and I will post the answer on my Facebook page uh, so you can check that out. Let's uh, let's go to Colorado. Wheeler, welcome to the program. How you doing? Good. What can I help you with today? Question. Um, I'm thinking about looking into a second truck. Uh, the, my first truck I got, I'm still driving as a pre admissions truck. But what I'm thinking about is uh, trying to maybe look at buying one that's after. I'm not going to go to California, so I'm thinking about buying one like a uh, like a 08. But I know it has that uh, that 
particular filter on there. Right. And I'm trying to think, are they any, is that system any good compared to any of the stuff that's still coming out now? No. In fact, I absolutely do not recommend, and I wouldn't buy a truck from 04 on unless it was a glider, and I don't recommend anybody else buy one. I mean, if you don't need to go to California, I would either buy a, a new glider if you have the budget, a used glider if you can find one, and, and they're out there if you look okay. hard enough, or an a 03 or older. I, I, my recommendation is stay away from all of those emissions. They've been a problem from day one. They're still a problem today. Eventually, we will overcome this. Eventually, they'll get it right. They'll be able to build trucks with full emissions, and we won't have all these problems but we're not there yet. Okay. 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 Yeah. So those are my recommendations. New glider. If you have the budget and you can afford it used glider, great option, hard to find, but, but if you put in the hard work, they're out there or stick with the pre O three truck and just stay away from the emissions. All right. So, uh, couple things here. Um, great announcement from one of our partner companies, Fleet Air Filters. Starting December 8th, they have the Cascadia filter. Finally, it's here. They, they have put so much work into this filter, but it is such a huge improvement on the Cascadia filter. We are seeing big gains in fuel mileage. So starting on December 8th, they will start calling the customers who signed up for the Cascadia filters and get your orders finished. They'll be shipping those filters around the week of December 15th, and they'll be running an online Christmas special from December 22nd till January 5th. So if you've got a Cascadia, good news, the filter is coming. If you've got any truck, good news, there are some specials coming. So Check it out. That's Fleet Air Filter. Also, tomorrow, we'll be talking to uh, Tom Bach from OPS about their holiday special. OPS always runs a great holiday special, so we'll let you know about that. Let's uh, let's head off. Uh, Ted, it's your turn. Welcome to the program. Thanks for taking my call, Kevin. Uh, I'd like to talk to you this year about, uh, once again, Trucker Charity is doing the Christmas group from We've done this now for the last six years. We've raised over $60,000 to help 100 deserving truck driving families who, would, at, because of no fault of their own, would not be able to have a Christmas for their families. Um, once again, we have all kinds of specials on our website. Um, we have an OPS system for sale with the, uh, with the installation kit that was kindly donated by Artie and the guys over there at OPS. That's on there for sale. We have some fleet air filters for sale, um, some homemade goods. Um, we're also running a booster campaign through our Facebook page, and that's Trucker Charity Incorporated on Facebook, um, where we've got some sweatshirts that we're trying to fund this year's um, Christmas campaign. Um We've already got over 50 applications for deserving families already this year. And by the way, if you are a dessert, you know, if you are having troubles with going to be able to provide a Christmas for your family, don't hesitate to come to our website and fill out the application and uh, we'll try and help as many as we can. 
Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, and, it, you know, we, we've been uh, involved kind of on the fringes of this group for, you know, the whole time, the six years. We've we've always been proud to be a part of this. You guys have done some amazing things. Uh, and, and, you know, this is the time of year we always hear things like, you know, you, you have to be careful what charities you donate to because there are some charities out there that have horrible track records, like only 10% of the money actually makes it to the people who need it. The rest goes to fees and administration and salaries and all that stuff. That's not the case here. The money that gets collected no. goes to the families because everybody in this organization is a volunteer. That's right. From the, from the president all the way down to, to myself and the, the other volunteers, not a single person takes one 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 penny, one iota from from any of the donations. Matter of fact, most of us give back more than we you know as much as we get you know as much as we do with with our time and out of our own pockets. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, if, so this if, is a if it, folks would be if folks would go to our website and there is a link through PayPal. If you want to make a cash donation, you can make a cash donation through PayPal. We're trying to raise ten thousand dollars this year to help as many families as we can, and we're falling way short of that goal. But uh, there's there's avenues out there if you if you're the type of person who needs something for for that donation. We've got hooded sweatshirts, we've got long sleeve tees, we've got women's women t-shirts through this booster campaign. Um, just all kinds of great things. Uh, fleet air filters, OPS systems. Come and check us out, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, great organization. All the money comes from the trucking industry, stays within the trucking industry, and all of it gets to the people that need it. So, real quick, website and phone number. Website is www.truckercharity.org. You can find us on Facebook at Trucker Charity Inc. And the phone number is 888 888- Five two three zero zero eight seven. Um, you can uh, dial extension five thirty or five seventy, and we'd be happy to help you out. Excellent, Ted. Thanks for the update on that, and we will uh, continue to let everybody know about that great organization. Thanks for joining me. I'm all out of time. We'll see you back here next time. Be safe. Be profitable. Do the hard work, and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. for tuning in to the audio road if you have any questions give us a call at 855-800-FUEL that's 855-800-3835 check out the website at letstruck.com and find us on facebook.com slash let's truck